Welcome to The Elusive Truth with Rich and Larry. On today's show, we're going to be bringing you Joe Rogan from his podcast, A Powerful JRE. He has Tulsi Gabbard as his guest, and she is going to be talking about the Ukraine military-industrial complex. I had different plans for this podcast, but this is important, and any American and anybody in the world really needs to hear this. Things are getting crazy in the Ukraine. Putin and his military complex are threatening nuclear uh, capabilities, which uh, it's not good for anybody in the world. So, But have a listen. Uh, it's very important because we are, I'm telling you right now, we better, uh, better make your peace, better find Jesus, better find your God, because oh my goodness. Have a listen. The Joe Rogan experience. So with things like funding the Ukraine war with Russia, please explain to people what that means and why why we're sending so much money over to Ukraine. Um, so so let's start with, with that. Let's start with the military industrial complex. Okay. What is it? Who is it? It is these massive defense corporations who make uh, – all these different weapon systems from the smallest to the most powerful nuclear weapons and missiles. Uh, when we are at war, they make a lot of money. Uh, when uh, politicians, uh, even if we're not at war, but are threatening that we may go to war, they make a lot of money. And these decisions are not made within the context of, hey, what does our military actually need? What do we need to ensure that our military is ready to defend our country and our national security interests, it is uh, very often what members of Congress are advocating for, even more than the military is asking for sometimes, uh, because of those those cozy relationships with the military-industrial complex, with these massive defense contractors and their lobbyists. So there's a direct uh, there's a direct correlation as the money is changing hands there. Um, the, the problem is not with the Democratic Party, the Republican Party on this issue. And you see there's so much divisiveness on tons of other issues facing our country, everything from infrastructure to education, all these other things. You see like, oh, my gosh, Democrats and Republicans can't agree on anything. This issue of putting our country in a continual state of war is supported by leaders in both parties and the majority of people in both parties. And it's directly tied to the military industrial complex's influence and tied to people who, you know, want to act and look tough, but aren't asking the most important questions like, okay, if we do this, will this help the American people or hurt the American people? Uh, if we vote to, uh, you know, send these billions of dollars to Ukraine, is that strengthening our national security or undermining it. You'll hear a lot of rhetoric, uh, especially recently, saying, hey, uh, if we, um, we've got to send all this money to Ukraine, otherwise Russia is going to come and attack us here. Otherwise, our national security will be undermined. So they say all these things to foment fear in people's minds, but they're not rooted in reality. So what we're seeing play out now is essentially a proxy war. Uh, U.S. is engaging in a proxy war with Russia using Ukraine 
as their military. So the U.S. and some European countries, predominantly the U.S., though, are providing billions of dollars in funding, weapon systems, and so forth, and essentially waging this war using the Ukrainian military and people as their chess pieces in this geopolitical um, chess game. The ultimate objective being regime change with Russia. And you can see years before, um, obviously, Russia's invasion in Ukraine, uh, this this anti-Russia sentiment has been building up by the, the permanent Washington establishment and laying the groundwork. And this was the opportunity that they saw. Um, it's put us in the most dangerous position, we the American people and the world has ever been in, in that we, a nuclear war could break out in a week, in 30 days. We, we are staring over the precipice of that nuclear brink now more than ever before. Uh, we're hearing language coming from Putin, from Medvedev, from different uh, Russian nationalist leaders saying, no, Putin, you should go and use those nuclear weapons, whether they're the tactical nukes or the strategic nukes, doesn't matter. There is no way to win this. That would spark a nuclear war. It would spark World War Three. And the result of that is destruction of the world. It is destruction of the world as we know it. And, you know, I, I hate to, to paint such a bleak picture, but this is people need to know that this is the reality that we're facing, that our leaders have pushed us and led us to this brink of nuclear war. They have their own bunkers and and ways to protect themselves. There is no shelter for the American people. Uh, I, I think it was last time I was here, I talked to you about the, you know, the the um, nuclear scare that we had in Hawaii and how, you know, this message went out to everybody saying, hey, uh, missile incoming, you know, seek shelter immediately. This is not a drill. What everybody found out immediately is there is no shelter. There is no shelter. There's no place to go. There's no place where uh, you can take your loved ones and your kids to be protected, not only from the blast, but the fallout and the lack of food and water and everything else that that comes after. Um, uh, New York, uh, New York City recently put out a, a PSA. I don't know if you saw it, but it it is literally a video ad that they put out saying, "Hey, here's what you do in the event of a nuclear explosion." Why are they putting this out now? Because of where we are as a country. The problem is, as it shows in this video, their advice to the people of New York City is get inside, stay inside, and stay tuned. That's it. Stay tuned to what? The radio, I guess. I like, mean, what is even going to be available? That's my point. Yeah. That There'll is exactly no my point. There will be no power. There will be no infrastructure. There will be no, you know, you, you see what's happening in Florida right now with the recovery efforts after uh, this hurricane just swept through and demolished it. You think about that, multiply that by like, I don't know, 50,000 times the devastation is what we would see, but we wouldn't have FEMA. We wouldn't have these first responders who are able to actually go out and help people. And the worst thing, man, the worst thing I said when I watched that PSA, get inside, stay inside, stay tuned. At the end, I'm assuming as an actor they hired to do this, she looks in the camera and she's like, you got this, New York. Like, what in the world? These, these people are creating this false sense of security 
for the American people saying like, oh, yeah, take shelter. But there is no shelter. We should watch that because it's so crazy. It is insane. We should. Let's watch that because it's it's. So there's been a nuclear attack. Don't ask me how or why. Just know that the big one has hit. Okay. so what do we do? There are three important steps that I want you to remember. Step one, get inside fast. You, your friends, your family, get inside. And no, staying in the car is not an option. You need to get into a building and move away from the windows. Look at her smiles. I know. Big smile. Step two, stay inside. Shut all doors and windows. Have a basement? Head there. If you don't have one, get as far into the middle of the building as possible. If you were outside after the blast, get clean immediately. Remove and bag all outer clothing to keep radioactive dust or ash away from your body. Step three, stay tuned. Follow media for more information. Don't forget to sign up for Notify NYC for official alerts and updates. And don't go outside until officials say it's safe. All right, you've got this. Oh, God, shit. <coughs> officials, like who? Rashida Tlaib? <laughs> She's going to tell you? Right. Like, who's the officials? People that they elected? Who? who? Who's going to tell you it's okay to go outside during a nuclear blast exactly. in the United States, something that's never happened ever, and that we're completely woefully unprepared for? Exactly. You got this. You got this. She's so pretty, though. With her big smile. <laughs> She's got a nice smile. She's got a great <laughs> smile. That's probably why they hired her. It's that is a crazy thing to put out there. First of all, because like, what, what is it? What's the purpose of that? Is that to reassure people? Like, what is the purpose of that? Yeah. Is it's not to inform people because no. none of what she said makes any sense. No. Oh, get in the middle of the room. Right. Oh, that's okay. Right. The outside's not good. Just stay away the from middle. the window. The middle's not going to be because the radiation is not. It just stays put. Yeah, the radiation. It's kind of like a fog machine. Yeah, you know, it just doesn't doesn't get inside. Like what? I um, I was in. I think it was after my second deployment. Uh, when I came back from the Middle East, I went on a trip and did some travel, uh, through Eastern Europe and went and actually visited Chernobyl, and uh, it was astonishing to me even decades after that happened because I was curious. I'd heard about it and it's like okay, um went on this little bus and went out there. They gave us these radiation monitors, uh, these handheld radiation monitors, so that wherever we were, you know, you could kind of test and see where the radiation uh, still existed. They're like, oh, you're going to see apple trees and things like that. Don't eat any of the fruit because it's contaminated. It is Mm. still contaminated decades later. Walking through the middle of the town, I know everyone's seen the pictures and obviously now with that Chernobyl series, uh, I think that Netflix did, um, more and more people know the story, but, you know, walking through like the school and the classrooms where the desks and the books and the kids' shoes and the deflated basketballs, everything is still there um, in the way that it was when people fled and had to evacuate uh, when that nuclear plant melted down. Uh, it, it was so eerie walking through there. Um, you, you could you could almost kind of feel feel the heaviness of of what happened there. And then as as we were leaving after we left uh, and were crossing back into Ukraine, um, 
we had to go through these like before we got on the bus, we had to go through these radiation, um, kind of like the thing you walk through in TSA, except it tests for radiation to make sure you're not actually bringing any contaminants with you back into society. All of that is to say, like, this is what we're talking about. So you see that kind of video and you see how completely out of touch it is with the reality of what could happen uh, in the event in the event of a nuclear attack. And the fact that, you know, Russia's got what, over 6,000 nuclear warheads. The United States has over 5,000 nuclear warheads. Both countries making up 90% of the total number of nuclear warheads that exist in the world. And literally it would just take the flick of a match to spark this war off. And, and that's where say, okay, well, you hear President Biden say, well, this is Putin's war. This is Putin's fault. It's it's Putin who's 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 uh, the the one who's solely responsible. Well, the United States and some of these European NATO countries are fueling this war and need to provide the leadership to bring about a negotiated outcome. That is exactly what needs to happen here to prevent the destruction of the planet and and life uh, as we know it. Uh, they're not doing that. And in doing so, they are failing the American people and putting us in this position of not knowing so where we're going to be do you uh, think, in the event that this kicks off. Do you think that whoever the powers that be and whatever the influence is from the military industrial complex, that they are trying to prolong this in order to profit? So they're trying to continue to fund Ukraine this gives them an excellent reason to ramp up budgets and keep shipping over weapons and arms. They keep making more and more profit and just get us right to the point where it gets squirrely. Well, Putin won't do it. He won't do it. He won't do it. But if he does it, there's no pulling back from that. There's and the no only back. reason why we would ever get to that point is because people are trying to make more money. That is, that is certainly a major driver. I have no doubt about that. I am concerned that we may we may have passed that point uh, already. Um, you're talking about people pushing us right up, right up to the line, yeah. and then just saying, "Well, you know, the whole theory of of nuclear weapons is one of mutually assured destruction, right? Like, Putin, there's no way Putin will ever launch this because of that fear of." Like, okay, well, we will all be destroyed if that happens. And they're saying, you know, Putin is many things, but he's not crazy. There's no way he's going to do this. Well, they're talking about doing it. They changed their nuclear weapons policy so that according to their laws, they would be authorized to use a nuclear weapon if they are facing any kind of existential threat, whether it's coming from a nuclear source or not. And and you look at... Um, the situation that that Putin is in right now, he's boxed into a corner. He's lost face. He uh, he is he is in a place where he may feel like he has nothing else to lose. And, and you, you, you find that same kind of mentality in people who are, you know, suicidal or people who are bullied or people who feel like their their best option is is a way out. And so to say, to be so dismissive and say, well, you know, Putin's not crazy. He's not going to, he's not going to do this. Um, it, it, 
denies the reality of the position uh, that he's in. That is a lot to take in. I almost don't know where to start. But as you heard Tulsi explain, we are completely unprepared for any type of nuclear fallout. Period. Everything else that we've been on, anything else that we have gone through up until this point in time is trivial. A nuclear holocaust, we're done. And uh, pray that uh, you leave this earth quickly. Uh, you don't want to, you don't want to go through this mess. And unfortunately, as a regular American citizen, it feels that there's not much that uh, we can do. This is in the hands of uh, the people running the show. And uh, I can only hope for a miracle that this passes and we uh, are able to move on from this. Like I said, life is precious no matter what color you are and where you come from does not matter. We're here on this world together. Whether you like it or not, that's what it is. And uh, I'm just hoping and praying that uh, there'll be another podcast. Uh, I know Larry, he is chomping at the bit. He says he has so much to say and talk about. Uh, his information is crazy, as always. Uh, but he says October is the month, and we're in October, and we know we have elections on November. Uh, let's just see how this Ukraine stuff pushes out or how this Ukraine uh, stuff plays out and hopefully the best for the world, humankind, mankind, uh, positive. Uh, that's what you have to do. You got to stay positive. Uh, you got to have that higher energy and give out lots of love, more love than anything or more love than you've ever had before in your life, because this is it, folks. Uh, it's a turning point in our civilization, and I know it's going to get better. I got to have hope. That's why we succeed and why we are humans. Um, but with that, God bless you all. I love all of you. And uh, hopefully Larry and I are speaking here soon again on our podcast. So take care. Take care of your family. Take care of your loved ones. And uh, whether this is nothing awesome more power to it but wow in today's world it's hard to describe what it is and why it is so crazy and why this doesn't uh, doesn't doesn't phase me one bit i can see it completely happening unfortunately very positive and i know we will live another day to see cletus mcfarland win another race i know we'll be able to listen to another Russell Brand and his uh, information. And who knows, we might even hear from Trump soon. So you guys take care. Again, we love you. Take care of everybody. And God be with you. Well, after doing editing, I figured I have to do something positive. We can't leave on this crazy note. So I am going to read The Great Universe a wake-up call to all light beings on Earth. The truth cannot be hidden. Unfortunately, whoever does this bit uses these computer-generated whatever, and it sounds hokey. So I am going to read it, and this is going to be the positive, uh, forward-thinking uh, resolution out of this crazy mess that we're in. So sit back, 
relax, and enjoy, and uh, have a listen. Hello, my special friends. I am Michael, and I love you very much. Things are a bit complicated right now, but in a good way. How do I mean? No other than you can realize how important just you are. No other than you can uphold your unique light. You carry a light pillar that goes wide around and also high up into the ether. Your light is filled with everything you need. It is a natural part of you. You have worked in this lifetime and also in other lifetimes to be here right now, carrying your pillar of light. And why? You are awakened. Each and every one of you can carry your own unique pillar of love, peace, and healing. You all together create a network of the most wonderful healing energies. You actually create a heaven on earth. And you need each other. It is a collaboration of love. I love you and I know what difficulties you go through. But I also know that you have a very high calling and a task here on earth that you as a soul are assigned to accomplish. I will help you focus on what is important to you because you are so loved and so very much needed in your position. As for now, your position stands empty because you have failed to understand how important you are indeed. Rise up, stand up, wake up. You are called, your soul is calling you to be loved, to love, and work through the radiance of love and peace, which is our natural energies. Negative forces have made you low. Negative beings makes you unfocused on your prime love work here on earth. They, these negative beings, are diligent in their nasty work. They will try to stop you. They need you to slumber so you do not remember. Love is the strongest energy. Love is eternal. Love will conquer all. Please have faith in love. So now wake up to your highest potential because your seat is empty and you are very much needed. You are awaited. Many people I know are reporting a strangeness in their experience of life these days. Something new, but rather subtle, is occurring. Perhaps you can relate to some of these experiences. New state of consciousness. You realize you're somehow in a new state of consciousness, but you can't quite describe it yet. It is as if you entered a new reality somehow, a reality that kind of empty and quiet. There's often nothing much happening. The news rather bores you. In fact, you no longer have much interest in all the news you used to read and listen to. All there are small, possibly positive things that seem to be occurring. You can't even bother getting excited about them anymore. You might even be wondering, is this all there is? Upset and releasing still occurring. At times, there are perhaps some big bumps you're still experiencing, sometimes quite painful. You are maybe still needing to let go of certain things or relationships that no longer are working for you, but releasing and healing seems to be much faster at this point. And yet, clearer, freer, and yet you feel more balanced, awake, and able to relax. Somehow, you're emotionally and mentally more embodied, more empowered. You also feel more embodied and more grounded. This creates a sense of being more empowered, as if you're more in the captain's seat of your life, guiding it in a more conscious way. Fewer annoying and critical thoughts. In fact, you realize there's generally a greater quiet in your mind, as if the old tape that used to constantly run, commenting on everything happening and telling you what you think and feel is beginning to disappear. Even the old 
tiresome inner critic seems to be quieter, less impactful. Deeper here and now, even through operating constantly, from here and now you can feel mundane and even boring. You can sometimes realize that if you just tune in quietly to what is currently present, a consciousness in which even the most mundane things and actions take on a whole new and engaging meaning, there can be a quiet joy in discovering this, even a sense of bliss. Powerful experiences, and wonderfully, you may occasionally have an experience of overflowing love that emerge out of nowhere, or a delicious sense of profound serenity that flows through you. Maybe new creativity is bubbling up inside of you. What is it that's happening? Can you relate to any of this? You may even be wondering, what is that it is happening? For those of us experience these things, we are exactly in the 5D. Well, it doesn't seem as if this is quite what might be called 5D, and yet it does appear to somehow be an entrance into a whole new higher dimension of reality. It is clearer, quieter, freer, less constrained, and controlled. No longer feeling the old restraints of the ego pulling on us or the deep sorrows and agonies of the emotions that used to drag us down. We are actually seem to be in the process of dropping a whole false identity that was never who we are actually were. And we're not yet fully embodied in the new earth, but we are definitely being born into it. We're opening our eyes to a new and seemingly emptyish reality, a still and quiet existence in which everything is just waiting to be created by us. There may not be a great deal of happening in our lives yet. But maybe this is because we need to take time to become familiar with how everything works in this new reality. Time for exploring. In any case, this is the new world is definitely something to be explored. What exactly is here? How does creation work in this new reality? What new adventures are available to us? Who we are now is definitely something to be examined and explored. As well, what is the new experience in our minds? in our emotions, in our bodies? These are questions to be explored with others around us who are also beginning to inhabit this new world. Love, higher vibration, peace be with you. Well, doesn't that sound better than this uh, nuclear Armageddon? This was a message from the Pleiadians, Michael, from the Galactic Federation. So, again, love, light, happiness, we're all together in this in this universe. With that, take care. Much love to all of you and God bless you all. 